This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging and other category defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250 plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. This episode was recorded June 6th, 2023. Have either of you ever been to Legoland? No. The greatest place on earth. Is it? Yeah. We're taking Adler and Keaton. Yeah. We're taking them. You're not allowed them. to go if you don't have kids, apparently. So I can't go. No, what? Like, truly. They don't do let mean? single. Apparently yes, they, they don't. Do. If... No, I don't believe they do. Like you can't go to Legoland unless you have children. What? You can't just be a guy at Legoland. That's this, not true. This, I think this is worth a Google. This I think so too. Googling right talk. now. Google it. Googling right now. I mean, okay. Per- Easton did just say, I believe it's greatly frowned upon. We have been every year since Indy turned three. It's where oh my Indy gosh. wants to go for his birthday. Even last year, we were like, Indy, you're a little old for this. He was yeah. like, nope, wants to go to Legoland. Adult 18 plus must be accompanied by at least one child 17 and under to enter Legoland. All right. Wow. You're excluded, yep. Will. I am. We I are am. VIP, Guys. very yeah. important parents. The I feel one like that's thing about kids. not <laughs> cool, but also... Yeah. No, that's partly why it's, it's partly cool, why it's great. Yeah, because maybe you didn't. It doesn't have like, yeah, it, I mean, look, it's an amazing park. Uh, what's great about it is like because Disneyland with like a three year old can be overwhelming. Oh, uh, like, yes, it I, was. I went and yes. I wanted to poke my eyeballs out. 
Yes. Like Indy is finally like I've talked about Knott's, Knott's, Knott's Berry Farm and Disneyland on on this podcast with Indy now is wonderful. Yeah. But like pre six, I don't understand why parents go to Disneyland with kids under six. It's so wait. Now it's, it's says, just hectic. Now it, I'm sorry. Another article says you don't need a child to go to Legoland. All you need is like minded pals who will adore every giant minifigure, every brightly colored model, every brick of Miniland. It, it, so, yes, you can go. Without kids. I don't it's I don't know. It's too confusing. So I'm not going. Well, Look, it's. Definitely more, it's younger, right? There's no rides right. like uh, that uh, anybody over the age of 10 would find thrilling in any way. Mm-hmm. It's right. very, you know, and it's also not like, there's not a whole lot of atmospheric rides the way the Disneyland, like, you know, because, you know, you can enjoy Pirates of the Caribbean. It's not like a thrill ride. It's just more like an, an experience. Legoland doesn't even really have that so much. It's more just a vibe and you get to look at like mini Lego cities, which is cool. But it's mostly as a parent, it's the most relaxing place in the world because you just stroll around it's like the right size so it's not overwhelming and there are kids everywhere everybody's having so much fun um and then you have to stay at the hotel There's we are like we're staying hotels. at the yeah. legoland hotel Which one? in the, the pirate themed the, the pirate theme okay yeah that's where we stayed first uh, and then we've since moved to the the castle for the okay, last the different like, hotel. three years or whatever right but either one is great okay right, just so much stepping fun. on legos the whole time you're there <laughs> I'm just curious if the it's entire the time you're there, pain. it's just like, ow, ow, got this. Why did we get this hotel room? Like, I you wonder know what's if the that's bummer? One of the coolest displays was a Star Wars Lego display, and Disney made them pull all of oh. the Star Wars. They had like all, they had recreated scenes, famous scenes from all the Star Wars movies in Legos. They were like mm. the coolest, one of the coolest sections. And then when Disney opened up a, their uh, Star Wars area, right. they made Lego stop. Which is a bummer. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's wonderful. And like there's little treasure hunts throughout the park. And then, yeah, they have people dressed as giant Lego figures. It's it's the best. OK, great. Thank you for hyping me up for that, because yeah. Disneyland was I was excited to take Adler, even though I'm not like a Disney crazy adult. I just I was excited to see it through the eyes of my child. And then he liked it, but he just could not understand the concept of waiting in line for an hour and then being on a ride for three minutes. And then when the ride would end, we other people were getting onto the cars and he'd go, no, it's mine. Like he like he right. thought he had waited for two hours and now he just owns this yeah. thing. Yeah, no, Legoland, you will never wait more than like 30 minutes for anything. Yeah. And uh, make sure you bring if he has little fi- mini figures, like yeah. characters, you bring one and he can trade with any Legoland employee. You can <gasps> trade your figure for one of their figures. They usually have like figures that, that they have like either in their pocket or whatever. What? So you're constantly trading. And I highly recommend before you go, you make an agreement that you're only going to buy like one Lego set. Because there's right. multiple Lego stores like, oh, themed geez. throughout the park. And so we we made the agreement with Indy like the first time we went, we're not buying any Legos until the end of the day. Right. We hit the big Lego, like the main Lego store on the way out. And we, you get one set. And that's right. it. Because okay. otherwise, you know. Are there bars? Like, oh, are there a lot of Lego drinking going on? There, are, there is drinking, which is wonderful. <laughs> you can actually drink at Legoland. It's great. Uh, oh, there's one awesome. area where the, you, there's like a, like, you can just let them run wild in like a playground area with like bridges and slides and stuff. It's great. That's pretty Perfect. cool. All right. No, it's, it's so much better for under six year olds than okay. like other theme parks. Yeah. Danielle, I'm like you. I'm not a Disney freak either, but going to Disneyland once every couple of years for like a day oh, is yeah. fun. Totally. It's, it's pretty. And then we were doing our, we're doing our live show in Orlando in mm-hmm. September and we were t- September 17th. And we were talking about uh, staying for an extra day or two to go to Disney World 
uh, and check that out. And now yeah. it looks like we probably won't be able to do that because we're so busy in September. I know. But it, yeah, that would have been fun. I haven't been to Disney World in years. Yeah, I don't know if I would recognize any part of Disney World. I don't think I would changing. either. It's always growing yeah. and evolving. Yeah. We should, though, plan maybe next summer. We should plan a little like I don't know where writers travel plans are next summer, but we should try. We could do we should just plan a f- group family trip to Disney World just for funsies. Yeah. I like that. OK, I like that. I also Let's think we it. still need to do the, the group family uh, camping trip because I want to I want to yes. camp. My That'd kids are still, I think, at least one year too young. That's Keaton fine. is one year too young. But by, but once he hits three, I think then I'll be ready. Even Will, four. when was the last time you went camping? Oh, God, man, I camped all the time all throughout high school. So probably, you know, high school, like early 20s. Like when you moved to L.A.? Oh, no, early 20s. Okay. Yeah, no. I, yeah, no. When I moved to L.A., it was probably probably when I stopped camping, you know, because mm. I had a home. You came <laughs> up to my you came up to my parents' house. Do you remember going to the yurt? Yeah, the yurt. And you had the yurt great. song. Do you Did remember the? No, I don't. I want to know the yurt song. song. What was the yurt song? It was, you had a whole walk, and it, so my brother <laughs> built a yurt. In the, I don't know if people know what a yurt is. It's a Mongolian tent like structure. It's like the round tents. It's like very, very nineteen seventies Northern California. And so Shiloh built one in the woods uh, when he was sixteen. It's still there. Um, and we. <laughs> he, he put he built a deck and put it up and um and he had been living in it for a little while but anyway you came up and visited i, I guess boy was still going on maybe it had just <laughs> ended you and greg came up and we were just we, we decided to make an adventure out to the yurt at like 10 o'clock at night and you were like let's go to the yurt and you started doing this i can't do it because like, <laughs> we're a radio we can't but you did this walk you were like yurt yurt and you just you did this i can't i, I have to like demonstrate with my body but it, you had us dying oh my gosh <laughs> now hanging out with wilfredell in the woods is one of the funnest experiences we yeah it was, was it? me and my friend my, Alyssa was visiting from New York. My friend uh, Alyssa, yeah. and so we were all we made an event. I, I just like it was just like we went to the yurt. I don't know. I don't think we slept there. We just went to the yurt and hung out and came back. But I was crying, and I still we still sing the yurt song. Yurt. Was yurt. it Will Friedel or was it Fresh Boy who came up with the song? That's What's the question. Fresh, Fresh Boy Fresh is, is my rap rapping name. song. My oh, his rapping rap is rap name. Yipes! Oh my! <laughs> Welcome to Pod Meets World. I'm Danielle Fischel. I'm Ryder Strong. And I'm Will Friedle. As a podcast focused on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand, as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be. Yeah, if we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead air. (laughs) That is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures, even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore. Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the corner. It really is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet 16 or college graduation. First steps or performing a Backstreet Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history. The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media, so they have you covered. Then you just send the box back and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S. And you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive along with your originals. I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box and I got into my old storage unit and found about 40 tapes, all different media. And I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes hold. 
Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized, and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a real gift. So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Go to LegacyBox.com slash world to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. It's time to connect with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly. That's LegacyBox.com slash world. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Summer is steadily approaching, and you know what that means. Wearing a shirt at the beach so I don't look like a sad radish for the entire vacation? Okay, maybe. Being thirsty? Yes, Ryder, you got it. It is time to go outside and bask in the glory that is sunshine with barbecues and hikes and trips to exotic locations. With your shirt on? Yes, with your shirt on. It is time to jump into a camper van with your son and your wife and... Torture everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with all these summer activities, it's so important that you stay hydrated. And we're here to tell you all about Liquid IV. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. You just rip open a packet and pour it into your water and bam, you're hydrating with electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. But most importantly, it tastes good. It's so easy and perfect after a workout, which I do to replenish after a nice long run. And you can travel with Liquid IV right there in your pocket. Add it to a water on a flight or after a big night when you need just a little assistance to get up in the morning. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And with sugar-free flavors like white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime, you can't miss. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code WORLD at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WORLD at liquidiv.com. Pod Meets World Live, the Kids Want to Jump Tour is coming to Philadelphia. We are so excited. This one is going to be very special. It's the 30th anniversary spectacular on September 30th at the Met with special guests. Tickets are available now at podmeetsworldshow.com. We cannot wait to see you there. So, today's episode... The disappearing, then reappearing tale of Morgan Matthews is ingrained in the history of Boy Meets World. And until we started this podcast, the entire saga was a bit of a mystery for fans. It is true that at the end of season two, the young actress who played the youngest of the Matthews children was relieved of her duties, probably something she had hoped would happen much earlier. And her absence wasn't addressed at all when we came back the next season. That is, until a completely different young actress appeared as the same character. Character? 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 Different actor? Let's keep it all in. Okay. That is, until a completely different young actress appeared as the same character 13 episodes later. 
We weren't the first to do it. There's Aunt Viv and Roseanne's Becky. Heck, it wasn't even the first time we did it. Never forget Harley and Chubby. Mm. But this particular switcheroo is one of the moments we're asked about most, even 30 years later. And the child actress who was once a replacement went on to appear in 75 episodes of Boy Meets World. And not only to become a fan favorite, but part of our family in many ways. We are thrilled to welcome to Pod Meets World, number two on Wikipedia, but she shares first place in our hearts. It's <laughs> Lindsay Ridgeway. <gasps> Yay! 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 How are you? Oh my God, what is so up? I know. <laughs> long time i'm like you guys are all waiting like we don't know what she looks like as a human adult person it's That's still weird true. to see you as a grown-up i'm sorry i know it we've is. done it you're 11 but I still you're feel- 11 <laughs> absolutely not even worse i'll be 38 this month so oh my gosh <laughs> that was something i that occurred to me when i was figuring out what questions we were going to talk to you like what we were going to talk to you about you were only four years younger than me but that's a oh, huge difference at that age. I know, 15 and 11. Yeah. In doing my, so full disclosure, I came into today knowing that I was woefully like not, purposefully did not listen completely to a lot of these episodes because I came into the show in season three where it was like already done. Everyone's already knowing each other, already cool. Yeah. Family's there, the unit. And then like I come in, I'm like, don't know anybody don't know what's happening yeah. <laughs> so I, I treated this the same way i'm like i'm just gonna come in and just be fresh just like yeah. not not have any context no i'm just kidding. Oh smart God. smart honestly but i did honestly i did listen to the one full episode i listened to because i loved it i loved it loved it loved it so much and actually took like a huge amount of janky notes oh. on this notepad during it um was the group therapy group therapy oh, in the world? Yeah. I was like, yeah. yes, <laughs> my people, yes. <laughs> because as a kid, I'm like, these guys are older and they know more and they're doing all this. But now I'm like, no, we all got no. the same stuff going on. We're all par- parents, step parents, pet parents, have aging family members. Now we're all just like in the adult mode, and yep. yeah. it's such a different dynamic. Yes, we're all we're all the same age now. Yes. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, now yeah. it put us all in the same category, right? <laughs> totally. But then the dynamic is so different. And I obviously spent like way more hours in the schoolroom than you all did right. just by purely like being cut from the show. Just cut, cut scene after scene. We don't need you. We don't need you. Just <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I want to get into that because of course we don't, we probably don't have memory of that because it wasn't, no. it wasn't us. So I, I want to jump into that. But where yeah. we start a lot of our interviews and I want to start with you as well. How old were you when you first got into acting and do you remember what made you want to start acting it's so interesting because i don't think like at the point that i did start and and to be clear i started like on stage as a theatrical performer so which is a whole other thing and it's so weird because i work in that in the live theater industry now too as an adult and so i'm like it's it's come it's all come back um so performing live as a kid um was where I started. And then just an agent just literally saw me in a, in a performance and approached my parents about representing me. So I didn't have to do any of these weird, you, you hear about it now, like, well, I have to go read, you know, for all these right. people and they have to choose. It's like way more stressful. I, I don't, I don't know as an adult, as like a teen or an adult choosing to go into acting, it'd be so much more of a weird, different experience. How old were you then? 
I was like probably six, okay. oh, wow, yeah. six years old. Wow. Yeah, performing mm-hmm, because you know singing was first. Um, and <laughs> so I remember that about you. Yep. And then I was in the the first my size Barbie that was ever made. That was I was in the commercial. I was the same height as the Barbie. We were both just very similar. I could fit into the Barbie's clothing, which was the whole point of the thing. Like you can wear Barbie's outfit also. Yes. Um that's so well, that's say, that seems like something that's gonna come alive at night and strangle yeah, you. That's, isn't that Do what the what? movie Megan is all about? Yeah. <laughs> Great movie, by the way. I loved it so much. <laughs> more more scary in my I know my parents will listen to this. They have it like in the garage, just like chilling. I'm like, please get this really just get this out of your home. Like, I can't, I, I can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it leaves at night by itself anyway. So yeah. don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> and it probably has my voice somewhere. Like, it's haunting it. Kills spirit. a drifter or two. <laughs> yeah, comes exactly. <laughs> because I want to wear its clothes. Yeah. You know really what? Creepy. That's a whole other true crime podcast that we can get into <laughs> at another time. <laughs> Were your parents entertainers? No. Well, I guess my mom counts as, well, she was um, a newscaster on the radio. Um, okay. So she did the news in the morning and actually like that's a whole other thing. Like, my parents, they met my dad read the stock report on the news in the morning because he was a stockbroker. And then he like proposed to her live on the radio and she like cut to commercial. It was like super Aww. embarrassing for everyone. I know. Oh, it was so adorable. Um, you know, they're divorced now. It's great. Um <laughs> <laughs> I talk about it because because we all get along as a family and we can. But yeah, yeah no, no super f- performer history. I just used to just would would love singing and so it's essentially and so yeah. So when I, then that parlayed into commercials purely of the Barbie variety. <laughs> right, I, I I'm with you, sister. Yes. I also started right. in bar- Barbie the commercials, pocket things, all that stuff. Like we all had to do it and they cared way more about the Barbie's hair and makeup and things than the people. Cause like, I would just be waiting. They're like, but we need to touch up Barbie's hair. Like, Barbie's oh. inner trailer. Okay. <laughs> Another reason why it's alive. Right. Will. Yes. yes <laughs> so Barbie telling. is alive. Yeah. Does anybody crew. actually know Barbie's last name? Cause Barbie has a last name. She does no, have a last name. I'm forgetting it now. When you say Roberts. it, I'm going to. Yes. Barbara. Barbara. Barbie Roberts. Yep. Good old Babs. Um, <laughs> I noticed before you made it to Boy Meets World, I noticed in your IMDb history, you were 10 years old on a show on a show called Bless This House, which was created by Bruce Helford and starring Andrew Dice Clay. What do you remember (laughs) from that? So 100% zero do I remember about it, (laughs) (laughs) which I also completely identified with you, Danielle, saying that like some things you just do not remember, like you have no recollection and what I do remember comes from my parents who were obviously there all the time. My mom was one of those like child labor laws. You can't make my kid work now. Yeah, I'm right, out. I and I love and trust 100% and thankful for that, for that frame of mind now, especially as a parent myself. And, um, you know, it, it was, I just remember her saying it was a very volatile situation. Like that, that, yeah. that was very weird. And who, who was the woman that was on it? What was her name? Oh gosh. She was in the movie Casper. Um, the the one who played the mom what was her name i don't know she had short blonde hair in casper i think so i want to say when you say her name i'm gonna be like yes (laughs) we'll figure Um, it out i will know kathy moriarty kathy moriarty was that her yes i think she was the the female lead i want to say 
And I don't remember a lot about it. I just remember that my mom was like, we kept you sort of in the school. Like we kept you in one place until you right. had to go. And that was so short lived too. I, I really don't, I really don't remember. I think one of the only memories I have of it is the whole walkout, right? Where they introduce you in front of the live audience and you just all right. walk out onto a set. Like that's kind of what I remember. I don't know. I could not tell you my character's name. I couldn't tell you what I said. I couldn't tell you anything about it. To be honest. So you were you were very into singing. And then yes. also you started with voice acting as well, right? Um, I I feel like these were all like around the same time. I did a okay. few, I did like what like an episode of Sonic, maybe the hedgehog. Yeah, Sonic so the that Hedgehog other, cartoon. That other voiceover credit that's on my IMDb page is absolutely inaccurate. Like I didn't even do whatever cartoon. Totally that spies, is. I think it says. Didn't yep. do that. Don't know oh. what that is. Or Someone you don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> no no because my mom actually Do you get the says, residual like, checks for it though? I don't yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah that 50 cents comes in handy mm-hmm. for sure um yeah did you say and you're so, a parent i'm sorry i'm still stuck on the fact that you yes! have kids kids just or kids one just one yeah how my, old she just turned three in april mm-hmm. yes she was born in april of 2020 you guys it was Crazy time. <laughs> oh wow. my gosh, I can't even imagine what that hospital situation was like for you. Oh, my husband couldn't leave to like go anywhere. Like once at least we he was there, able to be there. Yes, he was the only one because you know, like his family, my first grandkid for both sides of the family, yeah. and so it's like a whole lot of pressure to like we're getting there, we're flying and driving by car, boat, or train, right? Um, to get there, like yeah, no one can see her right now, like hundred percent, he can't oh, come. So, which she was about four weeks old when everyone got to finally meet her for the first time. Um, but it was yeah, it, it was intense for sure. Um, wow. nothing, nothing like it really. I can't. Wow. I know you guys have either older or kid that was born after the initial craziness, right, Danielle? Your second kid is 2021. So that's like, you had you had a better... Yeah. (laughs) 2019 and 2021. You missed the whole... (laughs) Yeah, it was... The whole middle, yes. So let's get into your audition for Boy Meets World. You were 11 when you started in season three. What do you remember about your audition? 10 turning 11. My audition, I was told, um, well... I, I remember it was raining because I had to run across the curb and that was very dangerous at the time. <laughs> I love um, that. That's like your little kid show, memory. <laughs> yeah, that's like, I was in the rain. It was bad. It I was dangerous. Rain. It was dangerous on the curb. <laughs> the street. Such an LA not, kid memory, not, by it the is, way. It, is, it was it raining. Rain. Can you believe it? <laughs> yep. It never there rained. Was there was Angeles. water. <laughs> <laughs> right? Falling from the sky. What is yeah. this phenomenon? Um, but the the show that I auditioned for was not Boy Meets World. The sides weren't the script. It, I was told it was a completely different show. Uh, uh, it was a guest starring role for a completely made up situation. Mm. Um, and they're like, yeah, it's just a guest starring role for this. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, read for it. I think I had to go back in. Because this was the time where, like, I think now they do, like, video submissions, right? You don't even have to leave yeah. your house sometimes to audition for stuff. But, no, like, we had to haul to the first audition. And you had to go home and you're like, deep, deep, deep. Oh, let me haul back in two days later when yeah. they want to see you again. So I had to go back in and um, I, I landed it. I got it. I got the agent called and said, you got it. And just so you know, like, it's actually for a recurring role for this show that already exists. And so Weird. that was like, what? <laughs> so... Well- they lied to me. Um, I know yeah. what a what a what a weird secret. 
super and i'm and i was like is this supposed as i think of it now i was like was it really that weird like did they have to completely go covert on this like I, you know if there's no I mean, they Andrew go covert Dice on Clay big situation projects. here Correct. i know they do that on like giant movies yeah you right. know because they want to like you know they don't want agents and managers calling and like right. but, but would boy meets world people. have been big enough right. to require right. that yeah, yeah and I, so when they and, were keeping it out of the press, it's not like we were getting press for anything anyway. So right. that and seems this, strange. And like this is a time where no one followed you around. There was no weird right. like social media people to be like stalking you in yeah. your daily lives to be like, what is this for? Huh? Huh? Is it for Boy Meets World? Right. Answer me. Um, <laughs> yeah. None of that. So it was very weird, but but I wonder I if it had something like, to do with the fact okay. that it was replacing Lily. Like, yeah, that's what I I'm thinking. It, is they just wanted they to keep it on the, trying to keep yeah. it on the DL, yeah. so maybe right. Lily didn't, right. you know, her family, or she didn't hear yeah. something about it, or someone yeah. didn't maybe call her and say, "Hey, why yeah. why are they auditioning for your role?" Which yeah. which totally makes sense, and, and I feel like she was. I mean, she's younger than me, um, I believe, maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. few years, um, yeah. and uh, you know. So I don't know how much of that would have affected her to be like hurting her feelings, but yeah, her, and I mean, her dad's a producer, right? Her dad's in the industry still yep. and whatnot. So I don't know. I feel like that must be the reason why, but I truly coming into that, like I had no concept of what had occurred with her, what had occurred in general with that role. Like I had zero concept of why that was occurring or why they were replacing or aging up the character or whatnot. Had um, you seen Boy Meets World at all in seasons one I, or two? I don't think so. No. Cause okay. when I look at those episodes, like, I have no, I don't even know. Like those, right. and the, like the thug guys, you know, and all those like right. bullies, like they weren't in, but they they started to like not have those plot lines oh, really yeah. anymore when I came in. Um, the only, so yeah, this morning I, I attempted to watch my first, I say attempted because like I had to, I was like, I can't watch myself. This is, for, <laughs> I, I can't do it. <laughs> I won't be able to listen to this me talking without like cringing oh. completely um wow. but uh yeah i was watching it and i was just thinking like wow people must have been like really confused <laughs> we haven't got full disclosure we haven't gotten to your episodes yet so we yeah. right we i just watched it. like 20 minutes of the because it's 14 it's like 14 episodes into season three granted yeah. we had like way more episodes per season then like now it's like what a standard eight or ten yeah. run of a show and it's yeah. like no no you guys are here for 24 episodes yeah. <laughs> buckle up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so do you remember anybody else or did you know anybody else who was auditioning for it and do you then remember the phone call for when you got it I, my parents got all the calls. I don't think okay. I ever like, you know, at the time it was, right. I was probably at school and then they probably would wait, waited till I got home from school and they're like, Hey, guess what? <laughs> you yeah. got this. So, because I, I went to public school in my hometown for the duration that I was on this show. If I was not there at the set, I was at my school. My and where did you like, grow up? Your butt is going to school. Uh, Riverside. So just okay. a little bit outside oh. of where you guys are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Um, so, so did you yeah, celebrate? Was, like, do you remember then finding out you got the show? Oh, guess what? Surprise. It's not yeah. the show you auditioned for. It's a different show. Yeah. Did you guys do anything to celebrate? Like it's a I, recurring role. Was it a big deal or was it just another day I, in your life? Yeah. Like, no, I'm sure it was a big deal at the time. I just feel I, um, I do. And I'm, and I'm grateful for it. As I say now, as an adult, it wasn't, I don't think it was made to be like the only cool thing going on for me as a kid, which I think is a good, I think it's good. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I'm sure my parents probably talked about it after I went to bed and they were like, holy crap, that's cool. Like yeah. our kid actually got this, you know, but um, at the time it was probably just like, okay. And also knowing too, like, I'm like, I, 
heard Will mention before, you know, on a few episodes, like it could go away so fast, right? So it's just like any pilot you could, or even any recurring guest star, whatnot, you could just, they could just be like, no, we're going to kick it. And so you never truly know. So I feel like also there's that element of like, this is good, but we also don't want to bank on this being like the 100% thing we're going to concentrate on. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So, make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what what else was your mom doing? Uh, My mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while... Authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You're right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched-out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ioniq 5 is a tech Ford electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. 
Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. I have a question for for you, uh, Danielle and Ryder. Just curiously, do, do either of you remember? Because I don't remember ever being talked to about, "Hey, we're replacing Lily." Do you remember no, I, any conversation of of we're going to get a new actor to play? I think this they role? saved it because I remember we were all dying at the table read. Like I remember yeah. it was one of the funniest. Yes, things, yes. and Me I too. think they had saved it. As a reveal, you mean for my all of lines us. were funny? Yes, yes. yes. Because what? When you came, in, yeah. Because you remember when you enter, you're like, I've been in my room for a right. very yeah, yeah. long time. I was on a very long time out. Yeah, and yeah. I. So I think I, I knowing yeah. knowing Michael's flair for the dramatic, oh I have God. a feeling he probably brought you in for the table read and stood up and made an announcement about mm-hmm. you entering the I cast. Don't remember. And then we all read it and we, I just remember the table yeah. read. I just remember, yeah. I don't remember that speech. I'm just saying yeah. that right. sounds like something, because Michael used to make speeches before and after exactly. table reads. Of course, and like, yes. Right, and right. I have a feeling he would have welcomed you to the cast knowing that you were, you know, sure. and I think, you know, it was right. a tricky thing because yeah. Lily had been gone and we all knew that yeah. that had, you know, been sort of fraught. So you right. coming in, I feel like he would have made a very special announcement. I don't think he would have prepped us ahead of time because I remember all of us loving your entrance yes. and thinking it was so funny that we were like yeah. commenting on it, on, you know, and just, and then That's I, great. you know, and then I, I remember, remember you that. and your mom just being yeah. like the coolest people ever. Yeah. Like there was Me no, there, you were, you were so confident. Like it felt yeah. like you were already like a 25 year old yes. professional yeah. singer who is like slumming it as an actor. Like yeah. that was the vibe. <laughs> You always had that vibe. And it's That's so amazing. funny to think about now. It. Like, yeah, like I, you just always seemed like uh, completely confident and in control. Like yeah. you and your mom were like, yeah, we know right. what we're doing. Yeah. So yeah. It's, That's, it's you know, cool knowing vibe. Michael, that's also another reason I bet why they made it a secret audition is he didn't want any, any of our agents calling going, do you know they're recasting Probably. somebody? It's just, it's right. just like, we're going to keep it completely private didn't and it's going to be this big. Because it was, it was such a good, it's, it's art. Because one of the things we've been talking about, especially with now starting season three, uh-huh. is some of the entrances of new characters aren't great. Like, okay. the, are the entrance of Alex Dezer's character was a terrible entrance for his character. It's just, yeah. Right. And, and no, your no entrance right. is arguably mm-hmm. one of the best entrances of any <laughs> yeah. cast member of Boy Meets World. I mean, well, literally. I think they wised up because you talk about the Harley replacement is so weird and yeah. awkward. And like, and I think that, you know, it just finally, like, let's break the fourth wall and just yeah. make a joke. Let's out make it. a joke right. of it. And it works. Yeah, right. And and I mean, then to bring the joke back, it's like on Girl Meets World, having both of us in the same room, yeah, like right. that's bonkers, ridiculous. Like, yes. why would we even do that? <laughs> At that like, point, it just it doesn't wild. matter. It's just like, yeah, let's bring a boat. That's fine. Yeah, that's we're right. both yeah. just like here, you know. It. I mean, if it were, I thought about it after the fact, like, and this is years after the fact because this is years ago now. And and I do remember the producers' reaction to seeing me as an adult there too, and they were all just like, ah, yeah, <laughs> get out. <laughs> like. It's no, weird. It's weird. Yeah. But I was thinking it like, is. man, it kind of would have been better if it was like multiple scenes and we were interchangeable and like not in the same place right. at the same time. Right. Like that would have been like the <laughs> ultimate. Been like, it would have been funny. The door yes. closes. Yes. Yes. Come back. Yeah. Like, like, Morgan, you look different. What? Yeah. what are you talking about? 
talking about. I was yeah. just here, not sure what you guys were talking about. Yeah, yeah. that would have been <laughs> funny. Yeah, like, that would have been funny. From shot to shot. Again, I feel like that's how yes, exactly. <laughs> like it's like a jump cut and then jump uh-huh. come back and it's a new person, like straight. You know, um, like the haunting of Hill House, where they right. in that one shot where they replace the adults with the kids and back, just like that. Um, Do you remember anything about that first week and how you felt? You mentioned it when we started this podcast no, today no. that like there was that a little bit of a feeling of like this is already an yeah. established family. And True. yes, did you do you remember that feeling of like oh I have to somehow fit into yeah. this already established group? It's a weird, yeah, it's a weird vibe. And I always sort of felt too, like, I mean, I was obviously the youngest person, right? A, um, before the new baby boy came mm-hmm. on. Um, I was like, cool, right, <laughs> there's yeah. a new baby boy. Um, and that was my, that was Michael's son, right? Right. right. I'm yes. not remembering that wrong. Okay. Um, and yes, so I always felt like out of the loop because everyone was like already in this loop, you know, and yeah. then it's like, and I'm over here and, you know, even with the, even with Rusty and, and, and Betsy and everybody like that, you know, like they, you all had your, your thing and like Ryder and Danielle, like I have probably had such a little time with you guys, like in did we? I, I was wondering this. Overall, I, did you and I ever have a scene together? Like, like did I we ever have lines? So. I don't think I we don't ever said lines so. to each other. I, I don't, don't know about together. So. You, you might not have interacted, but you're in big right, group right. scenes, like wedding scenes. But I swear to God, like I don't that. think yeah. Sean says a single no, line to Morgan. I, tr- I truly don't I, think that's We the have case. to keep an eye out for this because I was thinking about. I was like, I don't think like we hung out at, at backstage, okay. but like we would right. never. I don't think I ever on stage looked at you and said a line. No, I don't think so either. I was thinking about that too and like same with matt lawrence right like i probably right, right. never had anything with him and i know the most the most seen time i had with with danielle with you was the like wedding episode the wedding episodes which are all like leading up to the the hardest thing for me ever to film on this darn show it you know trying to not say the cuss word in that scene and rusty had to cover my mouth at right the right time it came out <laughs> multiple times i was like i can't not say it it has to sound natural right right and it can't sound like uh, yeah you i remember, can't I remember you throwing it out at the table read i remember you just like, like that was the word that was like the time i said and it was everyone's like oh what? okay i guess we're just throwing Dang. it out there <laughs> <laughs> oh no that was great yeah. yeah well and it's like you know i did ruthless the musical on stage when i was eight and had to say like the f word and like other things on stage like as an eight-year-old kid so like for me for the sake of the art you should say it right you need to be there like you need to have it ready to go it's got to be locked and loaded to to be natural and i just and i some i do remember and like i love rosie so much but i do remember at one point just being like this guy just needs to put his hand on my face right. like he was he was afraid to like physically nice. grab my face yeah <laughs> which i totally appreciate as an adult man in a scene with a child but at some point i'm like you just gotta yank it just go yeah, I, like, I, I can't say on. this one more time <laughs> right uh. And then what? And you know, then I, we have like Jacob's back there, just like it's bottom of pop, you got to go bottom of pop, pop. You're like, I can't do it if someone's just not going to cover my actual. You're mouth. giving me bada bada ba. I need That's absolutely the only thing I remember about Michael Jacobs at this time. All right. Oh, I'm like, that's it. That's all I remember. And to this day, like, my mom will still do that. She'll just be like, you're going by the butt. And we're like, no, no, we can't bring that back into the life. We got to keep that back where it, where it belongs. Yeah, um, we're not bringing that up. And oh. I remember thinking when I came for just the one single episode of Girl Meets World, first I was like, 
oh my God, Lori is still here doing the hair for the show. Like, right. Oh my gosh. Crap. I recognize these crew members. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay. And we got like Mark Busking over here. Like we've got yeah. all these dudes. And then Michael Jakes is all like, how does he look exactly the same? Like this man is a vampire. He just looks like exactly the same. as I remember him as a kid, which was very trippy. Cause I'm like, here I am looking legit. 15 years older as right. Right. and no one else is everyone's just like no we've stopped aging here great you caught up <laughs> to us now thank you question for you about the schoolroom. was david yeah. combs your teacher or did you he have was, uh, i had wesley okay um, most that's what i thought i thought you had wesley, mostly had wesley Staples. and i do remember david for yeah. some time but but, but it was like also they divided them right yes. like so yep. you guys got some and yeah. then i but i mostly had wesley as mine, and who had those horrible hissing cockroaches as pets. You <laughs> remember the hissing cockroaches? <laughs> I loved yes, them. The Madagascar like, hissing hair. cockroaches. Oh my God, no. Okay, absolutely not. Keep them away from me at all costs. <laughs> I, I told a story that we left them there while we were gone over the summer, and when we came back, they had escaped and breeded, and they were... And then were there just... were billions. <laughs> And, and then, there are still hissy cockroaches at KTLA to this day. And now <laughs> you can't. You're right. And it is our fault. And we have yeah. admitted it now. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's what I, I, re- I do remember that. And David, I remember slightly, but I didn't have him. I think I don't I think I had him as my main teacher. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. when you got there, we were in the divided at KTLA and we had those two uh-huh. rooms. And yes. Wesley became your primary teacher. And right. I think I was with David. But then I must have graduated mm-hmm. like that year. I think we were only in the schoolroom for like yeah. that. Yes, and then so I probably think they that probably, season. Mm-hmm. Right. And then and David then left. Down to one. And then mm-hmm. I think Wesley was there for right. for Danielle and yep. you, Lindsay, right? That's mm-hmm. it. It was just the two yeah. of you. Yeah, and, and other guest stars that came through right. that like yep. needed yeah, to yeah, be yeah. there. Um, and right. then I think at some point they probably had like other ones they would bring in if we had other guest star mm-hmm. people that yeah. needed them. But um, yeah, no. And I spent, I mean, like I spent a lot of time in the school room. Like that was my... Yeah. That was my jam, you know? And then there would be times where we'd get through, because what, table reads were Fridays, and then we would come back on Monday for rehearsal, block and shoot, and whatever pre-shoot and live audience on Thursday. There would be a time like where we'd get to live audience thing on Thursday, and they'd be like, yeah, well, your scene's cut out, so I would just leave. <laughs> or really? like, my lines are cut. Yeah, 100%. There are some episodes now where I'd be like, oh, man, I was supposed to enter just then. <laughs> wait so they would you'd be in the script all week you'd be there all week you'd rehearse all week and then sometimes right at the last minute they would just cut you for time i assume and or i know i know that for some of them it was a work time hours issue also like we're gonna lose Lindsay in 30 and if we can't shoot it then it can't happen and you know credit to my parents my mom they're like no, we're not going to let our 10 year old stay here for two more hours on a Thursday, you know, like we're not doing that. And so, yeah, there were instances where I know it was time, but then our time or work hours, but then I'm, yeah, then it was just like, I'm always the first person to go. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And it's fine. You know, there comes a point where your name's just on the credits of every episode anyway, regardless of whether you're in the episode. So that's cool. My name's And you got paid. My name's there. I got yeah. paid for and you got it. paid because that's the go. thing is that even if they cut you and you don't right. you don't end up taping, you still get right. paid for that week. So yeah, exactly. It's a week by week basis. But there, sure. but when I was a recurring guest star, that I didn't. That I don't believe that was. The, I mean, you know, I, there was a time where then I became a series 
series regular. Also, I was watching the, the first episode I was ever in for season three. I have no idea what those main titles were. That weird song with like the weird colored picture, like overlay pictures pool. you all. Yeah, yeah oh, like, that's I, a shooting I, pool one. I had forgotten that too. I remember yeah. that one. I yeah. just remember the with the car and he's like, come get in the car. And everyone's we remember that like pictures. That's the worst one. That's the worst one. That's season four. It must be season four. They just kept changing them. I think I think we have to recreate that one. That we should do a whole photo a day of just recreating those opening credits. It's so bad. And then like the side view mirror, and then it's just me just like great shot. Love that. Perfect. No, I think you and I worked together more than for for this crew because you were part of the family. You and I worked together more than anybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember you fitting in and you were like you liked the joke and you could hit the joke and you knew the joke. And I remember one specific scene. I, I don't know why this this comes into my head. Maybe because it was such a pivotal episode. Give it to but me. But it's you singing Loser Freak. Oh, so God, yes. I had to make it up. I had to make That's it right. up. They and had it was their like great. Loser Freak. He's a. And you had and you had Ben and I, I laughing the whole time. And I remember. So what I remember is you're coming down the stairs singing. He's a woman hating loser freak. And you're singing it like right in my ear. And Ben and I keep laughing. And you came up to us and you're like, are you laughing at me? Like, am I doing something wrong? And I'm like, no, Aww. you're making us oh, laugh. See? Like. You're That's actually good. cracking us up in the scene because uh, you would come in and you the, the way you were like hitting the notes like right in my ear, it was yes. really funny. So Ben and I kept losing it and you thought we were laughing at you and you're uh, like, why are you laughing at me? He's like, no, you're at, you're making us laugh yeah. with your performance. So it was I great. Yeah, that was the Karina like episode. People are laughing at me like still to this day. Um, but, <laughs> well, you now know, we are. <laughs> but then we were laughing. Well, right now we're laughing at you. <laughs> You're just 100%. not in on this joke. This is not even a podcast right now. You don't even know what's happening. Oh boy, I have been prompt. It makes me. It makes my adult self happy here to know that maybe I wasn't completely out of the circle of, of trust, if you will. Yeah. No, you're in the totally because in the circle is, of trust. And, and like, I, and I don't, re, you know, I remember more about like the behind the scenes stuff, like, like, um, like Ryder was saying, we had like that gum drawer that was hidden that we would just mm -hmm. like constantly be chewing gum out of there. And like the stairs, obviously, where if you went up too fast behind that kitchen, like you were gonna go down, like fall right break off. your face. Yep. Like, and yeah. also, like, is that legal anymore? Can they? I don't do think that? so. Like, two hundred percent. Just we ends all have... like a cliff. Like, no, yeah, it was like just... a ninety degree yeah. turn. Really, it was like yes. you went to the right, and yes. then you had to like immediately do a U turn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're gonna we slam into a gum have wall. Yeah, right now, like a lawsuit pending currently about the <laughs> Ah, this is OSHA violation, hundred percent. Um. <laughs> Do you have any like real specific favorite memories from set? Definitely the gum drawer and candy drawer because that mm -hmm. was the and then and I would always be chewing gum and it's so weird because to this day like I have like a major TMJ problem and I'm like it's all this gum chewing I did as a kid like it's for real ruined my jaw muscle but I will not give it up I chew gum constantly to this day my good for you like, stick with it. <laughs> My dentist is like, please stop. I am begging you to stop. Oh, First of all, God. you should stop going to the dentist before you stop chewing gum. That's the th that's what we need to know here. Yeah. Important safety tip today. Exactly. <laughs> Priorities. This is from Will Friedle, personally. Um, yeah, and I remember my mom would have to come, like, and, my, and Michael Jacobs would be like, Wendy! Spit out ah, the gum. Spit out, spit out the gum. And my mom would have to literally come up and, like, lay their hand out and be like, 
(laughs) And you don't ever want to think like, because then you're just like, oh, bad. I made my mom. I made my mom carry my gun. But like the stuff I've had to fish out of my three year old mouth. I'm like, yeah, hundred percent. That's just how you roll. As a parent, that's just what you do. Totally. I remember having to spit out my gum multiple times. Um, I remember when Jennifer Love Hewitt came to the set. I remember that being a big deal. And Lance, the the biggest. The biggest memory I have too, because my sister would would come to the taping nights. She'd go to mm-hmm. school, and then my dad and my sister would come meet us for like the live taping nights and things like that. So then she would always get to hang out with everyone, which was really mm-hmm. awesome. And um, the yes, specifically when you guys did the lip syncs uh, to the NSYNC song oh, in front the of the live audience, this, yes. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that was, that's a crowd favorite. Yeah. It was. I mean, it's good. I mean, I wouldn't say that it was like great performances from you guys, but like, no, I'm just kidding. But it was I'm funny. It was Matt funny. Lawrence. Matt Lawrence was a it great was performance. Cute. Matt Lawrence could actually dance. Beck yeah, there was one guy who could dance, dance and sing, and then the other, the rest of the three of us. And then, and then it was just the backup. <laughs> and I do, um, I do remember, and I think you guys mentioned this too, that like Ben would always say like rubbish, garbage things right before they would call. Mm-hmm. action to like make everybody mm-hmm. try and just completely mess up what they were doing he, mm-hmm. he would just come down and just like just go like there's like you pretending to talk in your face or bring up a topic that you're just like wait what and then they're like nope we gotta start over and in your five face. four three, your face two, was action. ridiculous yeah. <laughs> i used to ride the boom mics like down when they would roll them to different oh yeah sets. that was fun oh, that's fun you would jump up <laughs> yeah, there and i would then... just jump up there also probably highly unsafe yeah they yeah, probably didn't love fine. that but they I don't remember you. ever doing that. That's I cool. didn't either. Why I know. I'm like, that's that? cool. Oh, yeah. I would just be like, yeah, it was Steve, right? Steve was the, the stage. The Steve. Yep. Steve Hafer. Hafer. He was very yep. tall. Steve yep. having loud. a baby. Hafer's Steve. having a baby. Steve's oh, having a baby. Boy. Yes. So wait, um, are you now you were 11 when you started the show? 10 turning 11. Yep. 10 turning 11. And then so mm-hmm. you did from 10 to you were to what, 15. 14, 15 mm-hmm. when we ended. Okay. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. Cause yep. I remember by the end, they'd really changed your character where you were kind of the sassy one liner. It was yeah. great. Well, it, it, but it is, but like, it, you know, self-esteem issues rife are, are rife within this, like remembering for me personally, cause it, such negative comments about my character from people in the ether, you know, like, why wow. did they make Morgan so rude? I ah, like mm, the other right. one better and like stuff like that, All which is right. like, eh, that's right. fine. But also like, again, I was a kid doing what they were saying. Like, this is how it's supposed to be. Right. Like yeah. you were going to be rude. You're, You're wearing, or whatever, yeah, yeah, like come down the stairs and act like you own the place. I'm like, okay, if that's right. what it, right. if that's what it calls yeah, for. Yeah, very, very rarely at 10 or 11 as an actor, you go, right. can we really talk about my character? Because right. I feel we're taking her. In a, a, it's You go, okay, my character I land on that T. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So if yeah, we're yeah, looking you're doing dramaturgically at my character right now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would like to say, you know, right. like, no, you don't argue with that. And then you just continue on that path. And then, you, and then you're pigeonholed into this one thing that works for the the you know the greater good if you will of the show right and then you're you know you you get into that zone and then it's hard to leave that and 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 then essentially too like if you know that your lines might not make it into final cuts of things you know too that sort of has a a role in how you approach it i'm not sure like i do know know like later you know, in the ages of 14 to 15, I kind of went into every week thinking like, oh, what's going to get shelved this time? Mm. Like it was a joke to me, myself. Um, right. So I'd be like, all right, whatever. Yeah, you want me to wear the tankini? Fine, I'll just wear it. 
fine. Mm, <laughs> I will wear a what crop is a, top. What is a tankini? Did you not remember that episode? The I don't, top? I, we haven't tankini? gotten there yet. No, I don't remember uh, it either. What are you talking about? Oh, well, about? if you look, just have me come back for that one. It's great. I okay. That <laughs> sounds like a drink. Is that a drink? It's a, no, p- an it's article. a, no, it's like a bikini tank top. Correct. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Thank you, Ryder. He's got okay. it correct. Of course, Ryder would know it. Yes. Of course. Um, Ryder's got one on yeah. right now under he his does. shirt. Ryder's wearing a tanky shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Lululemon do, probably does sell tankinis for men, so you should go try one on. Um, would great. you let your your child act if they wanted to? She wanted to. Oh, dude, it's such a. Do you guys all get that question too? Yeah. Like for your kids. No. Are you? Are you? Will yeah. doesn't have kids. No. I right. I meant the two that do. Well. Mm-hmm. Congrats to you, friend. Congratulations you on your childless. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> you have not sunk lower beneath you. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I I get that a lot too. Like, oh, like, you can't go into acting? And I'm like, my first reaction is like, no. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely yeah. not. Like, I want my kid to like invent the cool robot that will take care of me as an elderly person. Like, I want her to do that cool stuff. Right. right. And be part of like new, new things that are going to be a, another cause for success in society. But like, honestly, I can't, I can't argue with the fact that she is exactly like me. And she rolls around singing, does, doing all that stuff, um, yeah. wants to take dance class and do all those things. But I do, I don't find the need to encourage her in that direction. I think that if we do our job as parents and we do present things in a realistic way and don't idolize certain things over others and just sort of keep yep. that neutral um, ground that you are setting someone up as an individual child, teenager, young adult to make their own decision. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I eventually had to get to that point too, right. Where I'm like, you know, I don't like this doesn't serve me and my, my needs um, and what I want to accomplish. And so you have to forge your, forge your own path, if you will. Um, but yeah, it's a question I get a lot. And and I think people assume as kids too that your parents like force you into these things. And I don't think that that's true. I mean, I don't I, like for me, it just sort of went. It was like one yeah. thing me too. snowballed into all these other things. Right. And then yeah. you just yeah. find yourself in this path that you didn't quite choose, but you also didn't quite stop. And then you're in this dynamic, right? That you have to. You're like, oh, I have a career to manage suddenly. Yes. Oh, and I am eight. This is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. You know, <laughs> like, but I can also just say, like, thank goodness for the precautions that were put in place for the unfortunate situations with child actors in the past that had to deal with such terrible conditions, working hours, getting their money taken by their parents and their family members. Like these things were put in. Then there were there were things put in place for kids like us that didn't have to do that mm-hmm. and go through that and like be subject to those things, which mm-hmm. I also find a very positive, a, a positive aspect. Um, but, you know, it's. It, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to make put put words in my kid's mouth and say like, no, you're not allowed to do that. Mom says no. But I just feel like opening, opening hobbies and opening, you know, your mind to different things, um, and exposing them to different things throughout their life will make all the difference, you know. Yeah. And um, when you yeah. came and did Girl Meets World, uh huh, and you were in that scene with Lily, was that mm-hmm. the first time you and Lily had ever met? I don't think so. I want to say that I probably had seen her at some other point in time because we did specifically for like, 
when the DVDs were released, we all mm. got together for like commentary and things. I feel like there's been other instances in which I had met her, but obviously okay. just as younger in the younger twenties time. But um it's probably the Did we longest. do a photo shoot? We did a photo yes. shoot together, like for yes. Entertainment yes. Weekly or something too, where they yeah, recreate like one of the old house. pictures. We yeah. all like went to a house and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. And um and yeah, because I because I remember that um, Bill was there and Bonnie and a bunch of other folks. But that was the was Entertainment there. Weekly around the time of Girl Meets World, like that. What that we I, no, this was the oh, it was, that was earlier. Yeah, oh. I wasn't in. Yeah, yeah I, it was like two thousand ten ish or something. Yeah, it was like, a long yeah. time ago. Or yeah. eleven, twelve. Yeah, somewhere. You were there, Danielle. Yeah, you were yeah, there. I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. Believe us. I do. I just I've given is, I've given I've given it over. I whatever this you is say. the entertainment weekly shoot you are looking for. Um, what are you What are you doing now? Me? Yeah. Uh, a lot of I know what they're doing. Jedi's. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I work in the nonprofit field, um, specifically in development of fundraising. So I'm a professional fundraiser. And as an adult, um, I work at one of the largest regional theaters in the United States currently um, here in Atlanta. That's where I am. Oh, you're in Atlanta. Yes. The ATL, um, Mm -hmm. if you will. (laughs) People ask me, like, where my accent is from. I'm like, no, I'm just from Southern California, bro. (laughs) Where are you from? (laughs) (laughs) My kid just said dude and bro this week. And I'm like, yes. Yes. (laughs) Keep it up. Nice. Love that. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'm involved in, in, you know, raising money for causes and, and that I believe in and things I think, you know, the arts is, is such an important thing to preserve, especially live performance. And um, being as that's where I started, I love being able to bring that to as many people as possible. Just watching my kid go to live theater performances now as a kid and experiencing that. It's so great. And um, so I just really want to, um, I really want to open her eyes in that respect too, because I feel like when we were kids and when we were on this show, it was such an elevated status, right? To be on TV, like anybody anywhere with a computer and or phone and or tablet can be on t- on a screen and do whatever yeah. they want and get a bunch of attention and get a bunch of whatnot and go viral for their videos and certain things. Like we didn't have, like that wasn't the case for us, right? And so I think it gets, it's really easy for actual performing arts fields and craft to get lost in all of that now. Um, so it's really important to to keep those alive and going and, you know, from the, like the government needs to fund more school arts programs and things like that that yes. we should be advocating for. So, you know, I've worked in nonprofits. I got my master's degree also um, and went to college, got my master's after after leaving the show. Um, I was on the mock trial team at my high school after Boys for All that I wanted to go to law school. And then I was like, no, that's a lot of stress for me. So yeah, um, <laughs> no, much like you will. Like I have, I have, a history of straight up panic attacks, anxiety, oh, really? things like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, God yep. will bond from a darkened room. It'll be great. It's seriously. <laughs> and it's like debilitating, right? It's just like horribly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I'm not going to say that this, like, you know, obviously the industry, if you want to call it that, it, it's not to blame, but um, sure. you definitely grow up and in, in, in this whole other world that doesn't exist. And so, yeah, you know, I struggle a lot with like, my career choices, my life path and things and how people view that. And, um, you know, once you're seen as like, well, why wouldn't you want to be on TV? You know, it's like, well, you know, 
you don't really have to do that. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah so it's interesting. What, it's an interesting is, dynamic. What is the reaction you get now when you tell people you were on Boy Meets World or it comes up? What's <clears> the response? Yeah. So I don't normally tell anyone. Because yeah. um, you can kind of get away with it because you look different enough. You were young enough. That... That's my game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's not from a place because one, I hate sounding like that is a, I hate bringing that up as a way that people should see me in a certain light. I'm going right, to say it like right, that. That is right. not like, that's not yeah. my vibe. I am it's not a huge part. Yeah. It's not the right. defining I, part of yourself. Right. right. It's like you're yes. it's like talking, constantly talking about being on the high school football team. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Or anything else. Or like I was in the Olympics one time and then people are only like, cool, how's your running going? And you're like, no, I don't do that anymore. Like I <laughs> right, did that right. one time. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, exactly. I use the run. I use the worst sport as an example. <laughs> <You're right>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like jogging or running. I'm gonna put that out there. Um so yeah, I don't usually lead with it. It made it, it people will figure it out every job I've ever been to. I've worked in schools. I've worked with students, school sites, right. nonprofits. As soon as they Google every, your name. Yeah. Everybody will figure it out. And then it will come up in this weird way of like, so like, what was it like? And I was like, yeah. what was what like? Like, could you be more specific? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, and so I sort of make other people lead the conversation because I don't like assuming what people know about it or would want to assume that they think I'm just going to bring it up and talk about it at, at will or at length. Um, it made like dating as an adult pretty hard because you Google people now, like you meet people on right. apps, you go out and then it's like, it sometimes would become the only thing that people wanted to discuss and like ask. And like, and honestly, it's not even about me. People would be like, well, what was it like working with Danielle Fisher? Oh my gosh, <laughs> you got to hang out with Ryder Strong. I'm like, yeah, but I was 10, Bert. like, dude, like, what do you want me to do? To <laughs> be like, Ouch. yes, I stared at him all day on the set. Like, no, I was in the schoolroom, okay? <laughs> Yes. Oh my so God. it's like they think of this huge experience right. and what we actually had was just like normal day-to-day -day interactions right, right. Yeah. and they think yeah. it's elevated in this way that people who haven't gone through it don't understand and they see that finished product and they see the us that is put out there and you know the images that come with that and the assumptions that come with that and then don't really think about like well yeah no like i drove an hour and a half to two hours every day from my hometown to get to set in the morning one and way. back and like commuted. Yeah, one way. You lived in Orange County, you know the oh that you can't get anywhere in Orange County right now yeah. for like under one hour and fifty yeah. yeah. Like you know, like so they don't see the grueling things as like, oh, the disappointment of having of having your scenes cut or like, oh no, I didn't get to go in this week. I went to school instead, my mm -hmm. regular school and I'm just a regular person. And so all the friends that I have now and continue and have and have had since elementary school, like they 100% and I don't mean this in a bad way but they just don't care they don't care that yeah. I was on like they really don't exactly. they're just yeah. like you're just Lindsay and you're cool and we're yeah. just yeah. friends because of that do you and yeah I mean when you look back on the show is it overall a good experience for you yes no I and I think that it's because I had so much normalcy and I I have said to my family and other people that I know like I, out of the cast I believe and this is just from my perspective I'm curious mm -hmm. to see if you guys agree with me or not given the difference in our like involvement obviously in scene work and working in general because I had less to do than you guys on the show but I think our cast as a whole compared to other casts that exist on shows like this was 100% normal people who had other parties also and just yeah. sort of had regular lives also and yeah. I think that makes a huge difference I think when you're surrounded by people who are consumed by 
um, constantly talking about it or being about it or letting people know what's going on, you know, I think that makes a difference in how you treat it and how you react to it as a human. Um, and so I think that all of us are pretty well-rounded people and have other interests, had regular school, family lives, things like that. You know, we all weren't graduating high school or pulled out of school at the age of 12 to do this, right? right? Like right, we all yeah, finished right. and did those things and had those other things. And I think that makes mm -hmm. a huge difference. We also yeah. didn't come with with much ego, right? Like we yeah. all, we totally. all like gained ego because of the show, but like we didn't, like a lot of shows are created, especially right. with a, when they're populated by adults, they're people yeah. who've already been on failed shows or from a, you right. know, or from a huge hit show. And so mm -hmm. when they come together, it's like a bunch of clashing right. egos or fragile egos. Whereas like we had Rusty and Betsy and Bill Daniels, like those were yeah. the people yeah. who yeah. were like the Just pros like the and they were the nicest, people. most yes. chill people. So yes. Yeah, right. A great I would say that, like yeah. our probably like our drama people or the producers and like the writer folks, you yeah. know, who yeah. I didn't have a lot of interaction with outside mm -hmm. of like the read through and then that shoot. Notes. Right. So, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't even think uh, sometimes I think I got to leave for notes if they were too late, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. But oh, I don't so believe like after to, a run through, they'd be like, do you have anything for Lindsay? No. Okay. Like, she can really, go. Yeah. You're released. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But didn't we all sit on the ground? Like, I remember we all just like sat, yeah. right? We all had to go like yeah. sit on the ground, like circle time at preschool. And we're like, let's circle time. Let's hear yep. some reasons why we were bad today. Um, but no, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just. <laughs> pretty much, that's pretty accurate. Actually. Anti-circle time. Let accurate. me tell you why you suck as an exactly. actor. Exactly. <laughs> Let me tell you why this line is not working for me personally yeah. right now. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's, you know. <laughs> uh, Deranged circle time. I love that. That's exactly what the notes felt is. like. <laughs> you know what? Trade. I'm going to trademark it. You should. Um, you got to give it. And yeah, you know, but I, and I remember specifically, like I cut my own bangs at home, like, and I got in trouble for that. And like, someone got really mad. Like, it, they just like that doesn't fit the character. I just literally like at home in my bathroom, just like chop my own bangs. Daniel, you have cut your own bangs in your life. 100%. I, I haven't. I was always way too afraid. No, just I, me then. Yeah, no, I, I know I that's like, a common you know thing. I'm going for it. I know that is a common thing, but I was way too afraid to have anything to do with my hair uh, on my true. own. Well, I remember the episode where you cut your hair and they had like fake hair ready to like tape back on your head to do it again and i was just so thinking like funny. this is wild man this is crazy what yeah <laughs> and how yeah. nervous everybody was it was like silent it was silent. hair obsession episode. hair obsession yeah, you, on our I think show we were mostly cast for our hair it was like <laughs> hair first acting second exactly. <laughs> it was like if we walked into that audition room with good air Ooh, right. your chances went way up strong <laughs> yes. yeah exactly yeah. it's crazy and I do, like, I remember everyone's siblings, too. I think because I had a sibling that came and, like, hung out. Because I remember Chris coming, you know, when he was just yeah. a little kid. Just yeah. a little kiddo. And it, it seems to how you guys feel about me. I'm like, oh, no, Chris Fischel is, like, 30-something, right? I know, he's, yeah. He's going to be I don't, 38. Oh my yes, he's my age. Yeah, he's your age. He's gonna right. be thirty-eight. Like, That's why you like, remember him coming because he was your age. Yes, <laughs> and it completely just alters my reality. And I'm like, this this is not a reality that exists for me at this time. I, am I in Westworld? I don't understand. Um, you never got. Did they? Did Morgan Silo ever have like come? friends or boyfriends no. or any characters? No. See, that's no. that's what's crazy to me yeah. is like, see, we all started at, yeah. you know, maybe a little bit older than when you came on the show, but we all mm -hmm. had each other. We had like other kids our same age oh, and guest totally. stars coming in. Yeah. Constantly the youngest person on the set. There, like, so 
it it is that Tank Kitty episode that y'all haven't made it to yet, where it's like Morgan's going out with a boy, and that's why she's dressed that way, and her parents gotcha. think she's dressed inappropriately to go out on said okay. date. And that's the the only real instance that I can remember having like an interaction with somebody for my character that was that same age and in the same sort of zone, which is right. really, which is crazy. And then obviously the younger sibling came and that was, you know, then there were other yeah, storylines. He, but... he was a baby. And then three episodes later, he was like 14. Yeah. <laughs> right. Was, was weird. Which, yeah. Right. Which is <laughs> insane um, <Yeah. laughs> at best. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, most of my, most of what I remember is like, there is a scene occurring between you all. And then I just sort of walk through and go like, and then leave. And it's like, right. No, no, no. I want that. Exactly. There's never like a hard hitting, like Morgan is having a mental health crisis and needs assistance from her siblings and friends ASAP. Like, there right. was never that. Yeah. No. It was purely so a sort of drive by, what I call the drive by comedic situation right, right. on my way up or down a staircase. Right. In the home. <laughs> right. That's right. That's, 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 well, no, you really did true. go up yeah. and down the stairs more than anybody yeah. else the on the time. show, I think. Yeah, I that was what you did. Physical fitness at this time. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I also teach fitness. That's my second job, too. I oh, am nice. a fitness instructor, too. Yes. Nice. nice. Good for and you. And that is what I have determined to be my optimal like performing outlet. I am mm. like leading a class of awesome people, instructing them. To have a good time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't sing yes. anymore. You don't sing anymore. I well, I do anthems every now and again. Yeah, okay. I knew because you did a lot of that. Yeah, I used to do a lot, and I'm actually quite sad that I didn't track them with little tick marks, like jail cell, jail cell style, because then I could like win some sort of Guinness record. Yeah, you did a ton of those. Yeah, yeah, did a ton of those. Yeah, yeah, and I've and I've still done them up until well, like before COVID times, because then like I recorded a national anthem for an MLB team that they just like played on the Jumbotron to an empty stadium during COVID. It was oh nuts. That's creepy. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. And like my baby was asleep, like in my apartment. I, we're in a, a home now, but in my apartment at the time, I was like, I'm going to wake up this newborn. Like I am psycho. Why am I doing this right now? I'm singing at full volume in my apartment with a four week old. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Smart. <laughs> wow she slept through it it's cool um newborns sleep through a lot it's pretty remarkable they do, they do. it's wild yeah. and yeah and i taught my whole i taught while i was pregnant my whole my fitness class throughout my whole pregnancy i was weightlifting and and leading and working full-time and doing that and um when she was little like a tiny baby she would fall like get crying and wake up and i would play like the hard-hitting techno beats that are from my class, my fitness class, and she would fall asleep to it. She was so used to hearing it, like yeah. in my, like all day. She's like, I love that. I love that. Well, Lindsay, thank you so yeah. much for spending your time with us today. Thank you for coming back and trying to dredge up those memories of those seventy-five episodes you did. Uh, so many. I know. Yeah. So yeah. many. It was a real pleasure I, to see you. Congratulations yeah. on all of your success and all the wonderful things you do as an yeah. adult and on motherhood and being oh a goodness. wife and all of the it's, nonprofit stuff you do. You're really wow. selfish. It just sounds like you're <laughs> yeah. just a real selfish individual. I do my best. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. it was great seeing no, you again. It's, it's yeah, it's awesome to see you guys too. I'm I'm so you know I feel like it, this is what in every every ten ish years yeah. we we all sort of. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love it. What's the, it's you it's know, like high but, school. You do it you right. do it every 10 years. You try to see each other. My high school hasn't had a reunion because like our ASD really sucks and no one can get their act together. So, you know, well, this consider so this, this your high school. reunion. This is it. This is my high school. reunion. <laughs> I am now among my peers. Thank you. So there much. you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Lindsay. Hey, we'll see you, you again are, soon. If you need more episode commentary, you know where to find me. Thank I'm you, sure Lisa. we will. In the ATL. <laughs> Thank you. We'll see you Great soon. Great to see you, Lindsay. Bye. Bye, guys. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what, what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to Books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books, promo code world. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ioniq 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched-out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ioniq 5 is a tech-forward electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. 
Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. She's all grown up. Oh I my can't, God. I can't fathom that that was, it's like a pod person came down and no. took little Lindsay You know away. what's cool is that she still has the same personality. She, yeah, I know. That's she's what got I that love. same cool like, vibe, yeah. Yes, she has yeah. not like, she's, she was always like just super friendly uh, yep. and, and full of personality and like positive and she yep. still is. Like she's yeah. still exactly that same person. Yeah. It's like, I know, it's just really now cool. in a 38 in a year old woman's like, yeah, yes. it's weird. Yeah, I know. It's, she was it never intimidated really by the moment though. She walked, kind of walked onto our set and was like, I know, mm, I'm yeah. party now. Here we go. I'm part I of know. the cast. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. No, which is the only way that that could have worked. You know, yep. I mean, that's like a really tough position for an 11 year old to walk into and Man, she was just always yeah. undaunted, you know? Yeah. She, ha- she has real courage. So very, very briefly, why do you think they recast Lily? Like, why do you think the character had to come back? Do you think we could, we could have just gone on where she just never came back? Why do you think they actually brought the character back? I mean, I'm curious. Yeah, there has to have been a narrative pressure, right? There has to have been a storyline or two where they were like, we need to bring the family back yeah, more. Yeah, a network need note to- or something. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm just curious why. Because they easily could have done, oh, I put, you know, Morgan's asleep. Morgan's at, you could have mentioned the name and not actually recast. And I I'm wonder, curious why they you did. You know, we were a very male-dominated cast. Yeah, like, that's it true, been, You know, especially with Mr. Turner coming in and Eli, yeah, and Eli in third and, season. Yeah. And we had all the thugs the second season. So, like, we yeah. were dropping female characters. So, it could have been a network note like, hey, yeah. maybe we need to have someone for the girls to root for besides yeah. just... The love interest, you know, because well, we have all the love interests every week and then we have Topanga. But I like, still think also going back to Indy, finding exactly Morgan hysterical, exactly there, we say. were missing. Yep. We we basically lost all the young sibling contingent yep. when Morgan yep. was gone. So yep. I think right. it was also a matter of reaching, you know, trying to bring those thing. kids Indy back. Indy loved Morgan. You know, mm-hmm. you always said that Indy was yeah. laughing so hard at Morgan that you're right. We we The younger kids didn't have anything to watch for anymore. Yeah, no, when we watched an episode relatively recently, that was the first thing that he said. Where was the sister? Right. So, there you go. There yeah. you go. Well, yeah. Thank you all for joining us for this episode of Pod Meets World. You can follow us on Instagram, Pod Meets World Show. You can send us your emails, podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. And we have merch. Merch! Podmeetsworldshow.com. Writer, send us out. We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedle, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers, Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer and editor, Tara Sudbach. Producer, Jackie Rodriguez. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon. You can follow us on Instagram at Pod Meets World Show or send us an email at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So, make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby.
When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging and other category defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions, and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only.